Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners, and welcome back. I have another special episode for you today because it's interview day. So once a month, I have an interview with, could be a student or a teacher or anyone to talk about English language and other topics. And today I am talking with Ken from Get English Tips. Ken is a native British English teacher and he's from Scotland. So he has a nice Scottish accent as well. At the moment, he's living in Thailand, teaching English to university graduates. And it was really fun. We spoke about a variety of topics related to English and teaching and learning language in general as well. And a little bit about travel too. So if you like what Ken has to say, you can find out more over on his Instagram or his website. And I will put all of his links in the show notes of this episode. So don't forget to check him out there. So I hope you enjoy what we have to say. Here is my conversation with Ken. I am here today talking with Ken. So how are you today? I'm very well, Michael. How are you? Yes, I'm also very well. It's, it's so good to, to talk with you for the first time and meet you. Absolutely. We've, we've kind of been backwards and forwards on uh, on Instagram a couple of times messaging. So this is the first actual contact, right? Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. Um, <laughs> I tried to like find out a little bit about you online, but... Oh, really? Oh, yeah, of course. I have to do my like preparation. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm okay. uh-huh. interested to know more, though. So maybe can you tell me a little bit about like where you're mm-hmm. from and where you are now? Because I think you're not in the UK, perhaps. That's right. Yeah. Well, obviously, my name's Ken. I'm I'm from Scotland originally in the in the UK, and uh, I, I left the UK in 2003. I think it was at the end of 2003, and uh, I ended up going to Portugal. Mm-hmm. I kind of I had my own business in the UK and uh, in in finance. That that's my background in finance, and. Uh, I decided enough was enough, so uh, I, I had this map in my office at home, and I thought, right, I want to leave. Where will I go? And the map was in Europe, so I kind of closed my eyes and put the pin in the map, and uh, it ended up in Portugal. So I went there two weeks later with my bag and my dog, um, not knowing anything about the place at all. So I stayed there for a couple of years and learned the language there from the television mostly. And then about uh, after that, I moved to Spain. I uh, lived there for a few years, learned the language in Spain. And uh, I worked in various countries, Italy, Bulgaria, where else? Um, Romania as well. And uh, I decided that 2008, 2009, the crash, the economy crash was happening. And my, my business was in finance and in property. And I thought, right, what shall I do? And uh, I ended up coming to visit my sister in Thailand, and uh, I've been here ever since. That's been 10 years I've been out in Thailand. That's um, amazing. 
Yeah, so I, I, I quite enjoy it. I'm, I'm out here, I'm teaching university graduates out here um, to work for the aviation industry, you know, as flight attendants, etc. Oh, wow. So I've been doing that for about five, six years. Um, so I'm preparing them for business English, preparing them for interview English, uh, this kind of thing, you know. Um, so yeah, so I've been doing that for about six years out in Thailand and Bangkok. That sounds amazing. That sounds really cool. So you've been away from the UK for quite a while then. Yeah, I mean, that's what, 16, oh, 16 years, I can't believe it. It's just yeah. blown in. It's just blown in, yeah. Do, yeah, do you ever so, get, yeah. I was going to say, do you ever get homesick or do you ever miss it? Well, funnily enough, I actually, um, I, I considered Spain my home because I lived there for so long. I lived mm. in Spain, in the south of Spain for about six years and I learned the language and I had a house there and everything. So when I left Spain, I got really homesick for Spain. Um, but I kind of got over it and... I guess Thailand's my home, but I reckon one day I'll soon, I think I'll be back in the UK, I think. Yeah. Oh, perfect. I miss okay. my mum and dad and everything. Yeah, yeah of course, of course. You've, there's always like connection in the end, at the end of the day. That's it. Exactly, mate. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. I've, I've been to, I love Spain. I've been, I've been there before, but I've never been to Thailand, but I'm planning to go in December this year. So I'm really excited. So, you know, maybe you can oh, give really? me some tips and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Why, why, are you coming to Bangkok or are you going to the islands? Uh, I'm going to Chiang Mai, actually. Uh, I heard, I heard oh, it was a little bit less uh, crazy compared to Bangkok. <laughs> Chiang Mai is excellent. It's a beautiful place. So uh, idyllic, you know, and calm and nice weather and everything. Everyone love, Everyone in Bangkok loves Chiang Mai, you know. Oh, beautiful place. Yeah. Nice yeah. place to go. Okay. Mm. Perfect. Perfect. Um, I One thing I noticed on yeah. your Instagram especially is you get mm. a lot of questions of people asking you, <laughs> like, you know what I'm going to say like how did you learn English or you know where are you from and I think many people have a hard time believing perhaps that you're a native speaker a native speaker <laughs> is this because of my accent right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I've had uh, are you Russian are you German are you French I've had all, all of these um, <laughs> questions you know but really I just uh, it's, it's quite funny actually you know when, when they say, no, no, I'm a native speaker. They're like, really, where are you from? But a few people have actually said, are you from Scotland? I can hear your the R in your in your speaking. So this kind of determines that you're from Scotland. I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh. So yeah, always get always get that. Where, where are you from? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love the Scottish accent. I feel like my accent is so boring. I, you know, I'm from the very south southwest of the UK. I don't southwest, all right. Uh -huh. Is that like Cornwall area? Yeah, is it? yeah. Have you been to Cornwall before? I've never, but that's kind of like the, the English Riviera, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that, that's exactly it. where I live. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a nice place. It's a nice place. It's kind of very far away from, you know, the rest of the UK. Or it feels that way anyway. <laughs> it's kind of like its own world anyway, isn't it? It's kind of like, is it actually, do, do Cornwall people actually feel part of England? It's kind of like separate, isn't it? Kind of away from. In a from... way, yeah, in a way. I mean. I guess it used to be its own country, as far as I'm, I'm aware, like a few, yeah, a few yeah, centuries yeah. ago. But yeah, in, in a way, it kind of feels separate, and you know, everywhere yeah. kind of up is considered, you know, North Country. You know, it's all kind of grouped <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything's north to Cornwall, isn't it? Actually. To yeah, honest. exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> see, I'm going up north. Oh, where to? Oh, just Bristol. It's like not very far <laughs> at all. <laughs> not very far, exactly. So, um, are you well? Are you well travelled? Uh I don't, I don't know. I've, I've been around Europe quite a bit and uh -huh. I've been to Asia once and this year right, will be my second go? time to Asia. Mm -hmm. Where did you go before? In Asia? 
Yeah. Uh, like Taiwan, Japan, and Hong Kong. Wow. A lot of my students love Taiwan. Really, yeah, really love yeah. it there. You know, apparently it's meant to be beautiful. Really nice people and everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a really beautiful place. It's not so kind of, I mean, I don't have much to compare it to, but like compared to Hong Kong, it seems a bit more laid back in mm -hmm. a way. And a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit less Western as well, I suppose, because of that. that yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. A lot, a lot of my students really love Taiwan. Really, really love it. You know, hmm. they get yeah, because it's pr pretty close to here. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's it's probably the same as us going to like from the UK to France or Spain. It's like the same kind of flight, maybe. Yeah, I think I think it's about maybe about three four hours from here. So it's probably like the south of Spain or so. Like you know, from certainly from Scotland anyway, about four hours three hours. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you you sound very well traveled as well, and I, I've never lived in another country unlike you uh -huh. so like <laughs> what what inspired you to make that change from kind of finance to moving and, and teaching as well well I, at school um my favorite i my favorite subject at school was french mm -hmm. i loved french and uh, me me and a couple of guys used to just uh we were kind of nerds if you like and we always used to kind of make up our own conversations in french and just have a laugh and then when I was about 16, we actually went to France on a football trip. And it was really exciting, you know, and uh, we were able to speak to a French person for the first time. Uh, we just asked someone, what time is it in French, you know, mm. but we thought, wow, we've spoken to someone in France. Can't believe it. Um, so I, I, loved, I loved languages and I also, I also, I also like finance as well. Um, but I remember when I was in Spain, one of my Spanish friends, they, they asked me something about the, the perfect tense in English. This was before I, I was into teaching. And to be honest with you, I didn't know what they were talking about, about the perfect tense. I had no idea at all what the perfect tense was. And it kind of shocked me because I didn't really know a lot about my own language. So uh, this is when I started looking into what, what is the English language. And... Uh, I thought, right, I'm going to move to Thailand, so let's get all my qualifications in teaching. So that's basically how I ended up into teaching, you know, because I thought, right, it's something to fall back on if I can't get into finance when I get to Thailand. So uh, I ended up, yeah, I ended up teaching out here because of that. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, I, I had exactly the same experience where you kind of realize that you, you, there's so much about your own language you don't know, which is a really strange thing. You know, when I was, Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, when I was like studying it and learning it, how to how to teach, it's it's mm -hmm. amazing how much you have to study and learn, and it, it it seems like it should be natural for you, but it's really not. Absolutely. Did you? I don't know about you. Did you ever get taught the the structure, etc., of English at school? I I can't remember ever getting taught. You know, like this is the subject, this is the object, this is the verb, this is the past participle. I, I can't remember no, all of that. I don't at think all. so. Maybe that's something that's just kind of expected to be kind of inherent in you as you're learning and. I, I just remember, I remember, I think maybe my class was a bit kind of lower than what I would like. Cause I remember the teacher always talking about <laughs> like, this is an adjective, this is a noun. And we were like uh -huh. 16 by this point. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> um, but that, that's pretty I much what I, I remember. Yeah, I can't remember anything at all about learning. I remember reading books at English, uh, English class and comprehensions and such like, but I cannot remember it. Uh, the, the ins and outs of grammar at all. Maybe maybe I did, but I cannot remember it. Yeah. And so I, I and, and when I was in Spain, actually, once I started re researching the English language, it actually helped me to speak Spanish better 
because I understood my language. And then I was like, all right, so that this is how the structure of Spanish is. I under, understood it a lot, a lot better. And it helped me to, to speak Spanish a little bit better, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's nice to put it in context as well and see, especially with European languages, there are many similarities and things mm. like that. Yeah, I, I think it definitely helps. Absolutely, absolutely. I, th I always try and say that to students, you know, certainly out here in Thailand, although the structure's a little bit different, I always get my students to kind of question their own language uh, if they're asking me questions about English, you know, I always always get them to question the Thai language and how it's structured, etc. And that, that, that kind of helps them to understand English a little bit better, I feel, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing that really fascinates me is how languages on the, you know, the opposite side of the world, they they can be very different, uh -huh. but in a way, they're also quite similar. Like, it's almost uh, like this kind of ability to form a language is, you know, relatively universal. the same all over the world. Abs yeah, absolutely. I think um, in Thai, so the Thai language, the basics are, are similar, but structure is very, very different. They don't have, in the Thai language, for example, they don't have articles, for example, you know, and uh, their language is very... Um, what do you call it? Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking tonal? for? Where tonal? That's the word. Yeah, there's very, very tonal. Like there's six. You know yourself. There's there's six like different tones, if you like. You know. Hmm. So if if you say the tone wrong, ba 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 ba, you're actually saying the wrong word. You know. So it takes some. You know, if I'm speaking Thai in classroom, just as a joke or something, it takes them a little while to click on what I'm actually saying to them. You know. Uh, yeah, I guess the context would help as well. Uh, you can't just yeah, uh, start talking about something random. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But always try, always try and speak Thai in the classroom as well, at least a little bit to show them. You know, it's okay to make mistakes. I'm not, per I'm not, I'm a teacher, but I'm not perfect. I can't speak Thai. I try, but I'm always going to make mistakes, and I'm not scared to make mistakes. And you should be the same when you're speaking English. You know. That's a really good point. Yes. So maybe if you do make a mistake, they can see that you're kind of laughing at yourself. You're not too sad about it, and people can absolutely. Yeah. I think in I, I don't know I, I don't know if you, you know yourself, but out, out here in the Asian countries, um, it's very kind of exam orientated and grammar orientated when they're learning a language, and I think it's to do with the schools not having native English speakers to practice with. So they've got nothing to judge the students' language skills, you know. So it's all like grammar and it has to be correct. And and I think it, it puts a lot of students off when they come to speak English, you know, to say you don't need to be perfect all the time. There's nobody's perfect when they're speaking. The way you learn in school is just the way, it, you know, because they've not had a native English speaker to practice with. So uh, don't be scared to kind of speak, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I guess the exams kind of, almost train you to to be perfect they, they want you to be perfect and you know language just doesn't really work like that in, in the real world does it no at all I think I think like especially out here in Thailand you've got the TOEIC exams and really it's geared up for you to pass an exam rather than to speak the language mm. I mean I remember there was a student her her TOEIC score was about 800 you know it was very very high but she couldn't speak she knew how to pass an exam but she didn't know how to speak properly you know, hmm. and I felt that was really, really sad. You know, it's just the education system in in Thailand, I guess. Yeah, I, it, it seems it, it seems like it's that way in many countries, but at, at least mm. because of the internet and people are using Instagram and online lessons, I think it's becoming it's becoming easier to 
improve in your in your own way i think absolutely i mean it's going to take a long while for for you know educational departments in the, in the, each country to change you know they're still very much stuck in their ways you know a lot of students there's much more kind of resources for I mean, I've, I've only been on Instagram a couple of months and I'm absolutely amazed oh, at the really? amount of resources. Yeah, I'm absolutely amazed at the amount of resources out there for students, you know, it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Mm. So you've really kind of blown up in a couple of months then, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to actually, um, I'm a bit, as I said, I'm a bit of a nerd and about 1996, I think it was, maybe 97, I started building my own websites when the internet first started and I wish I'd stuck at it, you know. <laughs> so I, I was really into the internet when it first came out and then once I came to Thailand, I kind of lost interest in the internet and just kind of relaxed. I, I didn't have a holiday as such for a long time and I just relaxed for a few years and it's only been maybe the last year or so that I've kind of looked and thought, right, what's going on with the internet? Where is everything? And over the last two or three months, I've really thought, wow, what much amount of progress has been made online? It's just unbelievable. It's really shocked me. Yeah. So I've kind of jumped. I've kind of jumped in with both feet, if you like, you know. Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's really amazing to see. You. And yeah, your your Instagram is. I don't know if you think that's the best place to follow you, but that's where I see most of what you're doing and it's really amazing you're putting out so much content and it's all really useful for english learners yeah it looks good i did want to ask you yeah about thai so so you said before you speak thai do you think that you have a good level are you like a proficient level of thai no not at all i can understand when people are speaking i can understand basic words i can understand the gist of some conversations hmm. i can order food i can order drinks um but really, that's it. I can't have a deep and meaningful conversation at all with it, to my eternal shame. <laughs> but that goes a long way, that kind of basic knowledge. I think it goes a long way. Yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, if I'm out of the shopping mall or somewhere and uh, people are speaking and then I speak to them in Thai, they get a little bit excited, you know, that uh, a Falang, like a, a Western guy, can actually speak a little bit of Thai. Does, it does earn you some brownie points being able to speak the language, you know? Yeah, I can imagine. I, I I always think it really opens up so many new experiences when you travel. So when yeah. I travel, I always spend a few months before learning the basics. So right, right now uh -huh. I'm learning I'm learning the Thai alphabet and it's just horrible. Because <laughs> <laughs> they all look so similar that there's like such a tiny difference between them all. Oh my yeah. God. My, the alphabet, the, the writing is just, I can understand words, starting to understand words more, but the... The alphabet is just crazy, you know, with the high consonants and low consonants and all of this. Hmm. It's crazy. I'm, re I'm really just scratching the surface now, but I, I kind of like <laughs> that. It's kind of nice to be able to read, even though you don't know the meanings of everything. Yeah, at, le at least you know what, what things are kind of pronounced as. So that, that can be good sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, when I'm driving or that and I see some signs, I'll always try and speak what's on the sign to try and you know to try and just practice my my thai you know yeah but it is quite difficult to to learn thai yeah. So difficult. yeah i can imagine yeah it's not like spanish or portuguese or anything you know mm, yeah mm. I, I was also wondering because yeah i know many countries if i think of like japan or something like that they're mm. very particular in their english teachers they want like maybe a caucasian person who uh -huh. has like standard rp british accent they want like a very specific person uh-huh um and as 
a Scottish person, have you found any difficulty like working in other countries or is it just no problem? Is it the same as normal? You know something, like anything else, um, it's who you know. It's 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 your attitude more than anything, you know. I think in Thailand, um, you can have a degree in anything and get a job as a teacher, which I feel is really not a great thing, to be honest. You know, um, but it's. I think it should be more about your attitude and how you are. Can you connect with people more than this is my accent, you know? Um, but I, I've certainly had no problems. I mean, I, the, the, I've had some, my students all say that, you know, I speak quite slowly and clearly. So they, they understand more than anything, you know? So, and I, and I know from, I mean, I, I've learned a few languages, so I know what it's like to learn a language so I can understand what they're going through. And that kind of puts me on a few brownie points in the class as well. So I understand what the kids are going through when they're learning, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that definitely helps. And yeah, I think you're right. It's the attitude that's the most important thing. And it's maybe the desire to uh, help people learn, not, not Absolutely. just how you sound. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's the, the key to, you know, if you, it doesn't really matter what you sound like, as long as you can connect with people, they enjoy speaking to you. I think that's the most important thing, to be honest with you. I think certainly out in Asian countries where they, they haven't had a lot of experience speaking to um, western people you know if you can just you know speak to them and you know understand what they're going through then you know then they respond to that you know yeah definitely definitely you know i've also found that many people mm. ten many people tend to avoid different accents that will be stick to like standard american or standard british you know whatever that means and <laughs> yeah maybe that they want to travel to scotland or ireland or something like that and they have uh -huh. such a hard time understanding because they haven't practiced with those different accents. So I think it's always a good idea to kind of expand the type of English you're listening to as well. Absolutely. And I think certainly since I've been on Instagram, there's been a lot. Of, I get a lot of questions on Instagram. People saying, you know, how can I have a British accent or an American accent? And my reply to everybody is exactly the same concentrate on fluency and forget about accents yeah if you can if you can become fluent your accent will um you know will 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 develop you know but concentrate on fluency listen to as many accents as you can listen to as many different situations as you can and get yourself fluent before you try and kind of speak with an accent if you like you know yeah yeah that's great advice yeah because i think many, many people try to specifically learn the accent and all these different sounds and it i think it can be quite yeah. hard to just force that upon the way you talk yeah absolutely i think a lot of people what i'm finding certainly since i've been on instagram is just because we all speak our own language it doesn't mean that we can actually speak another language fluently hmm. and it's kind of hit me that, that, that that's that kind of i don't know theory is kind of hit, hit me hard because a lot of students they want to learn english quickly but unless you practice, you're not going to learn quickly, you know, and a lot of students just don't, you know, a lot of people don't put in the practice to to learn that language. Mm, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, Instagram could be a really fantastic tool to get these like little bonus tips and motivation, yeah. and all these sorts of things. But on the other hand, it's maybe not a good idea to only follow people on Instagram and think that's all I need to do to learn that. Yeah, now I can just relax <laughs> absolutely I always say to students as well i mean when i was learning spanish and portuguese 
certainly Spanish more. I I would I would read and I would speak for like 15 minutes a day in Spanish. Hmm. I would read a book or I would speak subtitles for about 15 minutes. So I started becoming used to the Spanish language. I always say to students, if you can speak 15 minutes a day, practice with yourself. This is going to help you so much when you come to you know when you come to to learning English and speaking English. You know. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it all adds up, doesn't it? Just a little bit a day is is all you need, really. Absolutely, consistency is the key in anything in life. You know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's kind of like um, <laughs> going to the gym. It's like building that language muscle. Absolutely, exercise. I always say, exercise your language. That's the way mm. you should look on it. You know. Yeah, exercise good quote. Good quote. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you as you, I always say to students, you know, if you go to the gym maybe once a week, you're not going to build up at all. You know, but if you do it consistently there you go you're gonna you're gonna become a lot fluent a lot quicker yeah definitely definitely I'm, I'm much more motivated when it comes to language but gym mm. stuff man not really for me <laughs> <laughs> i know i know yeah. um th so th i want to ask you one question and yeah. this has kind of become yes. a tradition i've asked all my other guests this uh-huh if you don't have anything to say that's fine but i wondered speaking thai or did you yeah. say you also learned portuguese or spanish I learned Portuguese from the television when I moved to Portugal and yeah. I learned I learned Spanish as well, yeah. Okay, so in any of those languages, can you think of any really mm. embarrassing or funny situations you've had? Maybe where you've made a mistake or misunderstood something? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the once I made a mistake and it was for, I don't want to say it because it's a rude word, but um, <laughs> the, word for, the word for chicken in Spanish is very similar to, uh, to the kind of, anatomy of, of a male and, oh, okay. uh, and, so, <laughs> and so I kind of made that mistake and that was quite embarrassing once and I never made that mistake again you know <laughs> wow I, I don't really speak any Spanish but that's really funny because I also spoke with someone else before but this is um a teacher pronunciation with Emma uh -huh. and that was a previous podcast interview and she had yeah. the exact same thing that like she had the exact story yeah. Although she, she very, actually very said similar. the word. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, the word, word for chicken is pollo, so the you know, so uh, yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. Oh, that's it's really weird how that happens in languages. How um. I know, and I of course it's it so similar. In in Thailand uh, as well, because it's a very. Um, syllabic language, you know, everything's all syllables, you know, hmm. and. Uh, you know, if you, if you say the syllable wrong, it can mean something else. And when I first came, and when I first came to Thailand, I taught in a school for for boys, and I was just learning Thai. So I would be speaking to them, and I would say the, I would say it with the wrong kind of intonation, if you like, you know. And uh, I would see the kids all laughing, and I thought, right, I've said a <laughs> swear word here, you know. So I can't, I, <laughs> I've got to watch what I'm saying, you know. <laughs> yeah yeah you don't want to get in trouble for the accidents like yeah <laughs> yeah i had a teaching assistant she was an old woman and she says ken i think i, I think you should say this a little bit different i was like oh, okay <laughs> uh, it's, it's nice that you've got someone to kind of give you some pointers though at least <laughs> yeah 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 but thrown in at the deep end you've got to kind of you know learn learn from your mistakes you know yeah definitely definitely yeah mm. I, i've been having trouble with one recently because i'm learning chinese at the moment Oh, really? Um, Fantastic. Yeah, it's very, obviously, it's, I guess it's quite similar to Thai in many ways and like tonal and maybe the grammar, the fact that there's no prepositions. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one I've had problems with recently is the difference between banana and the word uh -huh. for sex. 
Oh, really? To, to me, they sound very similar. Maybe not uh -huh. to a native speaker, but they sound so similar. And I kind of avoid saying it because I don't really want to say, you know, I'm eating sex or, you know, it can get a bit strange. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's, it's always a challenge, but yeah, may, maybe you should yeah. just be more accepting and just laugh at your mistakes and learn from them. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, I teach uh, one, of, one of my classes, I teach about culture in different religions around the world. And we talk a little bit about the Muslim culture, about the Jewish culture, etc. Mm. And the word Jew in in uh, in Thai language is again is the male anatomy, you know. So uh, <laughs> so I have to be very careful. I can just see the grins coming along their faces, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I guess you'll never forget the word for Jew now after after that. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> mm. um, so. so yeah. Yeah, that's so. So yeah, so you, you just got to be careful when you're speaking, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But obviously, have a have a positive attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, maybe you know that I the main thing yeah. I do is I'm an online teacher, so I teach online. How do you teach online? Do you have your own school, or are you through an agency or something? What's I I do half and half. So I have my own website where people can book lessons, and then we have yeah. lessons over Skype or something yeah. similar. Yeah, I was on your website with the link you sent me, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. And, and yeah, and the other way, it's maybe half of my lessons also from italki. Do you know italki? Mm -hmm. I've heard of it, yeah. I've, I know a lot of teachers on Instagram have, have kind of signed up with them, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so it's a good kind of online teaching platform and learning platform. Um, so yeah, yeah that, that's very good. Um, so how, yeah. how, how, did, how did you get involved in teaching then? It's kind of, I don't quite remember, which sounds really weird. Uh -huh. A few years ago, I, I previously worked as a gardener. So right, again, uh -huh. it's kind of like a quite a big career change. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't really fancy doing that my whole life because even though I enjoyed it, it's kind mm -hmm. of tough work, especially in the winter. Yeah. So I thought about like carefully what I what I love to do and what my hobbies are. And I love learning languages. And yeah. I'm always fascinated that people can communicate just making these yeah. strange noises. <laughs> so I, I yeah decided to get into this so I took did some kind of training to teach ESL mm -hmm. and started my own website joined some websites mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. and yeah it's mm -hmm. kind of like snowballed from there fantastic excellent yeah, yeah. so uh, are, you, are you fairly new to Instagram or you've been there a while uh I can't quite remember maybe a year or so all right uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, yeah I, I kind of post things that it's the podcast has become my main focus this past these past few months because I find right. a lot more engagement on the podcast and it's something that I enjoy uh -huh. doing the most, I think, as well. Yeah, you've got to really enjoy it, you know. I yeah. think um, on my Instagram, I, I, a few people have said, you need to do images and such like, and I think, I, I don't enjoy doing images. I can't, I'm, not, I can't, I'm not a designer. I can't do it, oh, you know. I see. And uh, so, you know, to, to do a, a one minute video takes me maybe 20 minutes, which is easy, you know. Um, so this is why I, I'm like yourself, you know, I stick to what I'm good at and what I enjoy, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. I mean, your videos look great. You've got like the good kind of formatting and things like that. Um, All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm like the opposite. I Videos for me seem to take a long time, whereas the pictures uh -huh. don't take much time at all. So I kind of try and do a <laughs> mixture of pictures and video just to keep it you know, not so time consuming for me. Right, right, right. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a couple of your videos recently uh, that, that, have, that have popped up on my timeline. Very good. Oh, nice, nice. 
becoming famous. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly. Uh, but I wanted to ask you if you've ever yeah. been interested in online teaching or has it ever come to your mind or, or do you think, mm -hmm. obviously everyone's different, but do you think for you that classroom teaching is more enjoyable or better in any way? You know, so I, I I started designing my own courses. I've got a few courses that, that I put on Udemy um, last year. And uh, I just I just filmed them and put, uh, I designed them, filmed them and put them on. And they, they seem to be doing okay. Um, but the, the videos are quite poor quality. Um, so I'm, I've kind of been refilming them all. And uh, I'm going to be... I'm going to be kind of doing them on my own website rather than on Udemy, you know. Um, I prefer face-to-face -face teaching, to be honest with you. Hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm also looking at technology and uh, there's all these voice recognition, um, you know, applications that can help with language learning, which I'm looking into doing as well. But um, online teaching... I don't know if I can do it or not. I, I much prefer seeing someone's face and seeing their eyes, seeing what they're thinking and then trying to help them. You know, it's very difficult for me online. Yeah, I think it's a very different different thing, isn't it? Because there's so much you're missing out on online that you don't see their, like all the tiny facial expressions and you're not, it, it's kind of hard to put into words, but there's just something missing there. So yeah, that, yeah that's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when in my, my reincarnation uh, as a, as a, in finance and in financial advisor, I always used to love sitting in front of clients and watching them and seeing their body reactions and everything, you know. I'm really fascinated by by people and how they react. So, mm. And I think that, that helps me get close to people as well, you know, being able to read them pretty well, you know. Mm, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I think you seem like a much more extroverted person than me. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's one difference between us. You know what? I'm very, very shy. I, I just oh, really? I like... Yeah, it's, I've got my, you know, on, on my Instagram, I'm called Ajarn Ken. Ajarn is the Thai word for teacher or professor. Oh, I wondered about that. I kind of wondered if I'd got your name wrong by calling you Ken or something. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I, you know, it's like uh, Ajarn Ken's this kind of person that, that's the online teacher, you know, and once I come away from it, I'm back to being normal Ken that's very, very quiet and, you know, and uh, does his own thing, you know. Yeah, it's exactly the same for me. Yeah, it's kind of like a persona that you take on, isn't it? That's it, exactly. I always remember, uh, I was reading about Beyonce. I don't even remember Beyonce. Yeah. And uh, she was talking about how when she was younger, she'd go on stage and do these dancing, these sexy dances. And I, and she was talking about it. And she says, when I'm on stage, I'm not Beyonce. I'm, I'm this girl called Sasha Fierce. And when I come off stage, I'm, I'm back to being Beyonce again. I, and I thought that was absolutely fascinating the way she was describing it, you know. And uh, so th this is where I came up with Ajarn Ken. I've got ajarnken.com website and uh, I'm, I'm Ajarn Ken, the teacher. But when I'm away from it, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, just Ken, if you like, you know. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay, so you, you've almost made a new name for your alter ego then. <laughs> well, that yeah, and it's kind of, kind of helped. You know, when I'm Ajarn Ken, I don't have any fear of anything, you know. Um, you know, of, of doing the videos, etc. Um, but I think Ken Ken would be quite shy about doing it, to be honest. Oh, that's interesting. Well, you, you definitely don't come across that way. So I guess that's <laughs> the persona's working. You're, yeah, you're speaking to a John Ken just now, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, I, I used to work for a short while in like a kind of department store, like a big department mm. store. And uh -huh. in these days, I was really shy. Like I could never talk to 
even someone asked me for directions on the street, I could uh -huh. barely say anything to them. I was too shy. Really? Uh -huh. But then when I went to my job and I was talking to customers every day, it mm. was easy. It was no problem. So it's really weird that there was that difference. And I think mm. when I noticed there was a difference, I was able to kind of incorporate, you know, staff member Michael into uh -huh. real Michael and like build my confidence that way. Absolutely. Have, yeah, it's, it's a good thing. Absolutely. This is something I put across to the students in my day-to-day -day classes. You know, when you come to class, you're the student here and you're able to make mistakes. And when you make mistakes, it's part of And I kind of drill them that when they go away, it's different. But when they're in classroom, they can be anything they want to be, you know. Yeah. And I kind of push that across as well. And I, I really enjoy the, the seeing the kids respond to it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Really mm. good. Um, I... Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe we'll finish up soon because I think we've been going for about 40 minutes. I think that... Uh-huh, okay. I'll come and join it. Oh, okay. Well, we could go longer if you want to. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm, I'm just thinking about um, questions to ask you uh, before we run mm. out of time. Uh -huh. I want to know if you have any kind of recommended resources or even just advice for learners out there that are struggling to learn English. Mm. I think one of the things I always... Um, I get a lot of questions from students on, on my Instagram page I kind of tell students look ask me any question you want and I'll respond to you hmm. and um, one of the things how can I improve my listening and there's a great website called breakingnewsenglish.com breakingnewsenglish.com and it's just basically the news but there's somebody speaking it and you can follow the text and there's like questions on it etc as well it's an excellent resource for students to help improve their listening and their comprehension of English, which is a fantastic resource. I really enjoy that. Um, yeah, I've so seen that. I've seen that around. It's a, it's a good website. And I think, if I remember correctly, can you change the level of English? Or is that, am I thinking of something else? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You can change the level of English. You can change the speed of, of, this, of the person's speed. Yeah, it's a fantastic resource. I always mm -hmm. tell students, you know, that, that should be a port of call for you to practice your English, you know. Yeah, definitely. So I'll put, I'll put a link to that in the show notes of the podcast. So if anyone wants to find it you can yeah and fantastic really good yeah yeah and i guess also you can kind of learn about what's happening around the world as well at the same time absolutely and i think one of the things i i found certainly teaching out here in thailand is a lot of students don't know they know how to put it they don't know how to learn they know what to learn but they don't know how to learn mm -hmm. if that makes sense and uh, there's not much critical thinking out here so I think, you know, reading up on the news, um, et cetera, really kind of helps develop students as well. So I think it's a great website to 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 use, you know. Yeah, no, definitely. definitely. That's re really good advice. I don't use that so much. I haven't seen it so much, but I definitely make people aware of that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great website, I feel. And I always say to students as well, the one thing they always say is, Ken, I don't have a native English speaker to practice with. And this is true for 90% of students. And I always say to them, look, get yourself a book or a blog article or a news article or a newspaper or something that you enjoy and speak when you read. You know, speak yeah. for 15 minutes and practice your speaking every day. And that way it will really, really help you improve your English skills, you know. It's all about practice, all about practice. Definitely. Yeah. I think reading can go a really long way. I mean, mm. obviously there are some things you're missing, like, you know, people can't correct you if you're on your own. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's still, it's a really fantastic thing to do. Just read and speak. Um, that, that's what Absolutely. I do in my Chinese every day. 
Yeah, I mean, I've I done it in Spanish. I, I would mm. read the Spanish newspaper for like 15 minutes a day. And, you know, I just me llamo Ken, blah, blah, blah. And I would speak it for about 15 minutes before my work. And in the evening, I'd be listening to the radio. And I, actually, my, my listening skills became a lot better because I was starting to pick out words in Spanish, etc., just by reading the newspaper, you know. So wow. it really helped me improve very, very quickly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's important to study those different things so you can kind of make that link between what you're hearing and what you're reading, especially if absolutely. it's like a different, different like script, maybe like Thai. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And the last, the last, last thing I'll say is uh, one thing I did as well, and it's something I've pushed to my students is to write dialogues where you're in different situations and uh, practice those dialogues. I did it in Spanish. I'd be walking to the the coffee shop and I'd have this dialogue in my mind. What would I say? What would they say? I'd have a two-way dialogue and Again, that really, really helped me, you know, when I was learning another language. Oh, that's a good idea. That's not something that I really do, actually. But that, mm. that does sound very beneficial. And I guess you're kind of practicing for this real life situations and not just like, textbook Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember I was looking for an apartment to rent in Spain and I saw this sign that said, you know, in Spanish, Seaculate for rent. And I had a telephone number. Now, I was really, really nervous about phoning because I had to speak in Spanish. So uh, I wrote a dialogue. What would I say? What would they say? What would I say? What would they say? What might they not say? What might they say? And I practiced it, you know, and uh, I ended up phoning the number. My heart was beating so fast. I was so nervous. And uh, I ended up phoning the number and the conversation went exactly how I had planned. Oh, and nice. I could, I, yeah, and I could, you know, I could speak to them and I would say I was looking for an apartment to rent. They say, okay, when can I come and see it? And it went exactly how I planned. So it gave me a lot of confidence, you know. And mm. so I would definitely say write dialogues for different situations. That really, really helps. That's amazing. Yeah, I'll definitely try that myself as well. So yeah, good idea. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Um, before we say goodbye today, is there anything yeah. else... I mean, before you mentioned you have your Udemy course. So if you like, yeah. if you send me a link, I'd be happy to link that in my All right, uh, website okay. as well. Perfect, but perfect. Is there anything else you'd like people to know about you? Like what you're working on or anywhere people well, like, to send people? Um, well, I've got my, as I said, I'm just, I've got my, I'm, I want to build up the biggest collection of English videos on Instagram. That That's my goal for the, for the end of the year, just purely... So if anyone wants to have a look at my Instagram, it's at Get English Tips on Instagram. Uh, I've got my Udemy. I'm actually, hopefully by the end of the year, I'll, I'll have a book book out as well. And it's, and it's a collection of tips from speaking to different teachers, um, what their advice is, etc. So I'm, I'm going to be, hopefully by the end of the year, that should be in the final throes of, of getting um, getting, seeing the light of day, if you like, as well. So yeah, so I've got my online courses. I'll, I'll be having my book out soon, and uh, and my Instagram as well. Fantastic, fantastic. Is is that a a book book or like an ebook? Well, I'm going to try. I'm, I actually want to have it as an audio book because I feel that if you're learning a language, you know, it should be kind of a spoken word. But mm -hmm. um, hopefully, it should be a, an audio book, and it, uh, I'm going to try and have it as a book book as well, and get it translated into different languages as well oh that sounds amazing I, i'd love to see that when it when it's done <laughs> well hopefully you can you can you can come on my instagram live and i can interview you for for the book you know yes i'd love to i'd love to 
despite, <laughs> despite being terrified. But <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Just pretend there's nobody watching. <laughs> yeah, that's good advice. Um, uh-huh. Well, yeah. Well, thank you very much. It's been really good to get much, to know yeah. you, yeah, and chat with you. Anytime, anytime. I'd love to do it again. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to arrange something again. So thank you so much, and I'll see you see you next time. Take good care of yourself. Thanks very much. So if you want to view the show notes for this episode, you can go to ewmichael.com forward slash Ken. That's forward slash K-E-N, Ken. Thank you as always very much for watching and I will see you next week. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.